What's going on, you nefarious hoop heads? You better keep your socks on even though it's 10 degrees because a terrible symptom of hypothermia is overheating. You take your clothes off. People are found on the top of the mountains totally naked, and you die of hypothermia faster. The rock is hot, so we don't need to do that. My name is Hush. I'm Kia. He's I Kia. I thought hypothermia was the opposite. I thought it was like when you're really cold. Yeah, so oh, that's what I was saying. Is when you get really, really cold, like up in the mountains, a symptom is your body overheats. You feel like you're really hot, so you take all your clothes off. Oh, I never then you, knew that. Then you hypothermize even faster. I never even knew that was a thing. So don't do that. The rock is hot. Yeah. We'll be fine. Not on this podcast. No, 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 no. That's fake hot. We're really hot. The rock's actually <laughs> hot on this one. Um, yeah, Blake Griffin jumped over him in the dunk contest. Mac McClung's going to do it next year. He's Kia, I'm Hush. Um, before the season, we did a pod about awards, but we didn't do the real awards because everybody's done that and they're lame and there's not very many of them. Yeah, the real listener of this podcast knows that we wouldn't do real awards. Real listener singular emphasis on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, for instance, First time All Stars, Role Player of the Year, Comeback Player, Stat Leaders, all that good stuff. None of the real awards. Although we could do that if we feel nice to titillate you at the end, but it doesn't matter because all those yeah. awards are set in stone. We're, let's start with Comeback. Wait, play. so the point is the now point that we're checking it's the All Star break. Yeah, it's yeah. the All Star break. Other people are doing like check-ins on real awards. So we thought we'd go look at our picks for fake awards, how it's going, and what we do, like what we pick right now, basically. Kia loves victory laps. Me, I love laughing. <laughs> so, yeah, honestly, the victory, lap, for both. the victory lap was a big um, well, we'll see in me coming up with yeah. on one of them. One yeah. specific victory lot made me really happy. Now, if Kia, if Kia sucked on these, we would not, he would not let us do the pot. <laughs> no, I haven't, I haven't no. looked at my answers. I'm going to do that live, so I don't know how I did. Let's start yeah. with comeback player. Comeback player of the year um, makes a ton of sense. It's like NFL has that for the guy who, like, tore his ACL or died or, like, was not convicted in his murder trial. So they get back on the field and then they like play well. Mm-hmm. So injury, other setback. My pick was Jamal Murray, and like not really. <laughs> that wasn't it. Yeah, kinda. He's been I tight. Denver's like the best team in the conference. conference. Yeah, and his like month over month splits are really good, but he's basically at best gonna do the seasons he's already done, like. Eh, career high in assists by 1.0. <laughs> like, yeah. you've got to be at least as good as you were, and he wasn't an all-star before. So, like, if you didn't ascend to all-star, I don't think you would get it. Yeah. I had Isaac mm-hmm. and Wiseman. Kind of misses. I had Zion John crossed out. Yeah, I had Zion crossed out. I had with- Dame crossed out because I didn't think he counted. Yeah. I mean, I guess technically he counted, but like, no, nah. not enough. Yeah, I put. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone. I don't think there was a right answer for this one. Right? I'm sure there is. We just aren't thinking hard enough. Like Clay Thompson one, could have been one, but he sucks. I put in parentheses Ben Simmons. That would have been crazy. 
if you want to stretch the definition of comeback player of the year, there is one. Which Julius Randle? Would, yeah, would be Julius Randle. Wait, okay. really? That's what you were going to say? That is what I was going to say. <laughs> if you do that, then that means Julius Randle now has three awards in his career. One real, two fake. Oh, the real oh. most improved, the fake comeback player of the year, and the most magical player in 2021. That was... We'll do that award next since you alluded to it. But I do want to say, in the spirit of this award, Drew Holiday this year became the player with the longest gap between all-star appearances in NBA mm-hmm. history. He went... His only other all-star was in 2012-13. And he made it this year, which is mm. 10 years, a full nine seasons without an all-star. So, yeah. like, that would seem like definitely it, but he's, like, not any better. <laughs> yeah, he's been the same player for about, like, yeah. six years now, which is he a should, good thing. He should have had the all-star over Chris Middleton last year. And I'm really upset that he didn't because three all-stars look so much better than two on a Hall of Fame resume. Like, if Drew has three All-Stars, a championship, five All-Defenses, a gold medal, like, and he'll be, like, probably top 50 in assists. What a shame. Mm -hmm. Um, I just got to say, a good podcast would be to go back in time and give fake awards to real seasons in the past. But anyway, so as of right now, comeback player of the year, I guess, would be Julius Randle. We have a new angle to take this in for next. Year. We're to- we're totally forgetting, but it's too hard to search, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, I don't really, I don't know who else it would be, to be honest. I'll find somebody else. But do you want we'll to explain the next award? Yeah. So, next award, honestly, our personal favorite, collectively, I think, or at least <laughs> my personal favorite. Me, Kia, and the listener. <laughs> uh, most magical player. This is someone that, as Hush would put it, has a season where everything kind of comes together and it just, like, works almost. Usually, if there was, like, a set criteria or a loose criteria, it's usually someone who is playing really, really well on a team that's either not very good but, like, not bad or overperforming but probably not, like, a real contender but, like, could be. Yeah. So, so I think the easiest way to explain it is to just look at past examples. Yeah, I get like that. Like we said, 2021 Randall. Mm-hmm. 2017 Isaiah Thomas is probably the greatest example of this. Yeah, just 2019 because... Paul George. Paul George, yeah. Where it just feels um, like every game is like magic or they did something again. Like that guy's on yeah. one. DeMar, DeMar last year. Yeah. yeah. We forget about wow. that very quickly, but – he was he was for real last year, and Russ was like that in 2017 also, uh, when he won MVP. Yeah, I could see that. But like he won the MVP, where Isaiah Thomas like dragged um, some bums to the conference finals, and he had that 50 something ball in the playoffs after his sister died. Yeah, like, but we still knew even though they were the one seed, like they weren't winning a championship. Yeah, and that's what's like. Anyways, yeah. So <laughs> my my pick for this award was Trey Young. That was who, a good pick. I thought so. Like the circumstances were like really all there because nobody was calling the Hawks title contenders, but we've seen that they have a conference finals um, ceiling. Trey Young is one of the worst players that 
has an outside chance. Like, I don't know who the worst player that could win MVP is, but Trey's like right there. And that's like yeah. about how good these guys typically are. He could have averaged 30 and 11 and they could have won 55 games. Yeah. And he like has big highlights and like he's ice tray. You know what I mean? He's set up for signature moments. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that flopped. Atlanta's fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Trey is shooting like 42.8 and 32.4. Yeah. Atlanta's been pretty rough. I think they're going to be fine. Despite they're they, the eight seed. I think they certainly make the playoffs because I see a lot of Harden and Chris Paul um, backcourt in Trey and DeJounte, but it's going to take yeah. a lot longer because neither of those guys are as good and they're way younger. And there's, including them, seven playoff-level teams in the East, yeah. including the Hawks. So, like, yeah, how quickly yeah. that happened. But they're anyway. 29 and 30. If they were, like – 38 and 28 like yeah he could be in the running 38 sure. there would be like 38 or, well and if he was just playing better 38 and 22 it would be yeah because i honestly just don't think he's 21. playing good enough and i think that's part of why the team isn't great. yeah if he was having that magical season they'd be like the four or five instead of the exactly eight. yeah it's not like he would be most magical player if the team was like that yeah he pushes both forward what was yeah. who was your pick yeah okay this is a mini victory lap not the main one but I had Dame slash Fox on my paper. I think Dame was like my number one pick. Fox Dame is Dame is who I crossed out because you wanted him yeah. more than me. I have Dame for something else. Yeah. Um, is that is I mean twenty eight and thirty and the twelve seed? Yeah, that's a victory the thing. Lap? Well, that's why I said semi. Fox is I think more the victory lap, except with the caveat that it's Fox and Sabonis because like they, it's really rare to see a team where the top two players are so equally Sabonis has blown me away. Like I picked Fox to be a first time all-star and you did too. And he was, but I thought before the season, he was the clear best player. Like, all right. Mm -hmm. Like Fox and his team, like he's the ball handler. He's going to be the leading scorer, but man, Sabonis has been real and they deserve having two all-stars, which is crazy because everybody said Sabonis was a fake all-star. You know what I mean? He was like a, oh, a Brad those Miller are type stupid of all star. That, that was the majority, though. And... It was the majority, but the majority never watched the Pacers. Yeah, once. no, no, nobody did. But like, yeah. he went from that to like, you kind of can't leave him out. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, probably, I think gonna get an All NBA team. I think I'm not sure. I'd have to look into the front courts more. We only do fake yeah. awards, so I haven't touched. <laughs> I haven't touched an All NBA or All Defense yet. Yeah. Um, so I put who do you Fox. Think, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Alone wouldn't get it, but the Kings have been the most magical team, no yeah. doubt. They're the third seed, and they've looked really good. Light the beam, the whole thing, and the Kings are a very rare team that don't have one guy that's clearly yeah doing it. Like they would split this war award in half, I think. Yeah. So, so who do you think it actually is? Like my guess is like. Um, Shea Gilgis or like Donovan Mitchell? It doesn't really feel like there is one. Okay, I was going to say Donovan Mitchell because I know we both of us mentioned him on the pod, but we thought the Cavs would be too good. And I think that's exactly where he is. But yeah, I, in fairness, like, I mean, they're fucking 38 and 23. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's exactly what I just said about Trey Young is if they were that good, like. That's true, but I think <laughs> we have like a higher opinion of the Cavs than we, like, for as an actual contender. Well, I think the Cavs are that good. 
Finch was kind of having that season, right? He, yeah. he had 71 points. He averaged like 35 for the first month of the season. I mean, he's played in 50 out of 61. Yeah, he's been incredible. I've said, I mean, yeah, he's been the best guard in the East by far. I don't think anyone's even come close. And, I mean, yeah, you don't understand that because Kyrie's gone. No, I think he's nah, I'm playing. <laughs> yeah. No, it's crazy yeah. that he's the best guard in the conference. It's definitely, I think, him or Fox slash the bonus. Would be Dame if they were like the fifth seed like I thought they would be. This could be this could be Shea Gilgis next year if OKC For sure. like yeah, he yeah, would yeah. be my current favorite because Chet's gonna come back and they're feisty already. Like yeah. they're tenth, they're ahead of the Lakers and the Blazers. It could be Ant, if not for the fact that he's going to be like an MVP. So maybe that. Well, that could be it, dude. He went from like a a very fringe All Star to MVP, like, and he's got the personality and the gravitas, like the on court yeah. factor that DeRozan and IT had compared yeah, to somebody boring. I was thinking like, it wouldn't be him because we're expecting huge things. But also, we're talking about Damian Lillard, and he's. <laughs> Yeah, a top fifty player ever. So it definitely could be him. Yeah, like Paul George was third in MVP. Like it can be some yeah. legit guys. Um, yeah. Okay, I had something to say, but I forgot. Um, oh, part of the reason that the Wizards didn't get Donovan Mitchell, and this is mostly just for us, um, is I found out the Nets refused to the Knicks refused to remove protections oh, off the of the pick? Wizards' pick, so that the Wizards could trade more picks because the Knicks wanted to trade for Donovan Mitchell. So yeah. I've been hating on Tommy Shepard for like, why didn't you pull the trigger? Look how awesome this was. Like, who cares if him and Beal don't work? Cause he's so damn good that it's going to work. But the Knicks like fucked him. And so now I'm pissed at Leon Rose. Yeah. Would they have kept Ima- KP? Imagine this guy and Brad. Uh, I don't know what the trade KP? framework would have been. It probably would have. Like that wouldn't have worked, but it just would have been so good that it would have worked. What? Mit- like instead of Kuzma, Mitchell Beal KP? Yeah. Could have worked. But yeah, the package would have been like Kuzma, Rui, Denny, Johnny. All the picks. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Okay. This was this was probably before um Monte Moore. So KCP if they wanted him. Okay. Yeah, probably. That doesn't really affect most people. So he's like first time all stars the world as a whole. They made not the right. It's not that they made the right decision. Things went the right way for the Utah Jazz. No, for like the planet, like for the goodness. Oh yeah, humanity. I don't know. They're the number one defense, and they've got Donovan Mitchell. But no, dude. Like Brad's better than Brad's better than um, Darius Garland. Yeah, but obviously, KP's better than Jared Allen. No, he's. Maybe for now. There's Mobley there. Like, come on. They both could get better next year. Let's be real. Let's be real. All right. You want to do role player of the year? Let's do that. Guys who are a step up from sixth men, but not pillars of their team's success. Usually like the fourth best guy um, for role player of the year. My favorite example is 2020 Brooke Lopez, who was top 10 in defensive player of the year alongside his teammate Giannis, who won it. Typically these guys – yeah, Bruce Brown's a great one. Typically guys who are on, like, damn good teams. 2015, <laughs> Andrew Bogut. 2018, Trevor Ariza. Jay Crowder every year. Like, dudes like that. Mm. Um, so, I forget who my pick was. I wrote down a ton of candidates. I wrote 
No, wait. Yeah, I, get, I have it. My pick was Boyan Bogdanovic. I do want to do a victory lap. Was that under the assumption that he would be like traded? I guess. <laughs> okay. I mean, like, yeah, I don't way better than anyone else in this. I don't remember category. So yeah, I put oh, Kyle Lowry down. Or Bogdan. I wrote Boyan. Okay, then yeah, which Bogdan could have made sense with my pick that Trey was going to be. Good. Yeah, I think Bogdan makes more sense as like, like role on the team, but Boyan's yeah. been better. So yeah, some other candidate. I don't know. You do yours actually. I wrote DeAndre Hunter. Damn, he was on my list. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's... (laughs) So, um, other candidates that I crossed out, because this is my favorite award uh, that we did. I wrote like 10 names down. Monte Morris, bad. Aaron Gordon, probably the right answer. Yes. He was getting fake all-star buzz. Um, That's the right answer, except for the fact that he might be, like, for this season alone, the second best player on the team. But he plays the role of the role player. Jamal's been too good for that. Yeah, like that's the right answer, I'd say. Um, but yeah, Kyle Lowry, I wrote um, and I bolded it on my doc specifically to talk shit about him. Like yeah, how much I, I think he sucks. That. I, <laughs> that. I went off on Kyle Lowry before the season and look at him now. Yeah, I like might get just out of the rotation. That was like the start of my hater era. Was like Kyle Lowry going to the Heat. He used yeah. to That's not great. And I don't mean like to laugh. Wait, I, at him, I thought it would be like, really good, but the it way it stinks, out. and I feel bad for the Heat. Um, we're going to talk about the Heat as a team in a different award. Um, OG Ananobi, no. Jaden McDaniels, well, well, yeah, but the Raptors suck. Yeah, yeah, it has um, to be on a good team. That's what I was going to say. Like, Precious the Chew would be a better choice off of them. Jaden McDaniels. The good one off the Timberwolves. He's pretty damn good. He'll like actually take it next year. Yeah, he'll um, get this soon. He's Game gonna Whitty, He's gonna be like, like uh, I don't know, like the Drew Brees of this award, just perennially there. Yeah. Yeah, I think Aaron Gordon's definitely the answer. Yeah. I had John Wall, but then in parentheses on my list, I said he's too good. <laughs> yeah, I had something funnier than that. <laughs> I didn't Wall's- say this. Before the podcast, because I thought it'd be funny on air. What's that? And these, this combined with what you just said, just reveals what insane homers we are. I had Daniel Gafford cross out. <laughs> Dude, that's not going to be that bad. The Wizards, yeah, I'm a like, huge Daniel Gafford fan. Now Wizards, that he's going to be like, playing alongside KP, it's good. Their best two man lineup in the past month or so has been KP and Gafford. They're like plus 20 yeah. net rating on the I mean, court together. Just, and they're both starting. Like they have the a good record. The amount that you hated on Gafford on the Wizards has made me. The, uh, you hated him for this team specifically. I remember I, No, dude, when we traded for KP, like my, the first thing I wrote was an article about how he's going to fit on court and how I want to see him play with Gafford. Yeah, but I think when that was I love Twin Towers. Is when I, yeah. Whatever. No, at the start yeah. of this year, Gafford sucked, and it's because they played yeah, the wrong yeah, yeah. way. Um, yeah. And people are like, he's the worst contract. And then, But at the start That's of the insane. preseason, That's people were like, he's season. the best backup big in the league. I can't wait to win 60 games. <laughs> I just don't want to talk with Wizards The Wizards fan is one of the craziest fan, fan bases. Yes, they actually have fans. 
Yeah, a pretty special part of NBA Twitter. Um, Next award. First time All-Stars. This is my victory lap. This is my favorite one besides role player. And I talked so much shit because this one sucked. Like, last year, and I forget what the average is. I did it before. It's like five or six new first-time All-Stars each year. Last year was DeJounte Murray, Jean Morant, Jared Allen, Darius Garland, Andrew Wiggins. Was it Mike Conley or was Mike Conley two years ago? I think Mike Conley was two years ago. Yeah, um, and someone else. But like How this many year's class, this year? I don't know. I'll look it up. This year's class sucked, though. Like I had written down, I'll go first. Tyler Hero, Cade Cunningham, De'Aaron Fox, um, and Anthony Edwards. And I think I said another name or two on the pod, like as a joke. Yeah, but like we, I remember like, we had like, I a put, I put Tyler Hero on like as a joke, just so I would have names to talk about. Like, yeah, no chance. Yeah, I had Cunningham injured. Yeah, though I think if not, he probably wouldn't have made it. But you would be like at the level. R.J. Barrett, that was a miss, <laughs> but. He's been playing pretty good recently. He started off the season so horrifically, but like since the start, he's been, or, he's been almost a replacement level player. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Simons, he didn't make it, but I think this is a pretty good pick. Like I think he's been oh yeah almost at that level. And then these last three, great. De'Aaron Fox, who you had too. Again, it would only make sense for us to have him given. How we said he thought we thought he would be a magical player. Yeah, Anthony Edwards. Anyone could pick Anthony Edwards. Yeah, it's crazy that both of those two were injury replacements. By the way, that's actually ludicrous. But good thing they both got in. And then my last pick. Everyone doubted me. You told me on the pod. You told me on the pod was a terrible pick. I chose. First time NBA Western Conference All Star starter, not All Star. I was just gonna, I was just gonna say starter. the same thing. He's a starter, baby. Larry Markinen. I've taken this victory lap on this podcast too many times, but it just makes me so happy that he finally got to this level. I'm so just like happy about it. That's it. He's yeah. been insane. I mean, there's not much more. That yeah. can be said that has not been said already about. Yeah, we've said it ourselves many times. <laughs> the great, the greatest Finn <laughs> in history, the first Finnish player to ever be an All Star. Yeah, he like like you said, he's a starter. He's the most efficient scorer in the league, straight up. Yeah, I was just gonna say he's like the outlier quite, efficient, quite literally the most efficient player scoring wise in terms of like raw like true shooting but also in terms of in terms of points per possession um of just players, like how much he demands from an yeah, offense of players with it was either a certain usage rate or averaging 20 plus he's got the best points per possession and he's played the most games of players in the sample size yeah like I he's still... insane it's always going to be funny to me when at the beginning of the season everyone's like he's going to cool down but if you dug a little deeper, it was pretty obvious he was going to get better because that three-point percentage is only going to go up. 
His, yeah, I was going to say, if, as you dig as deep as Kia does, the, <laughs> the writing's always on the wall. The first time All-Stars this year were five of them. Oh, we got the same as last year. The Fox, two were injured. I think there were six last year. Oh, I um, Fox, Ant, Tyrese Halliburton. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry, there are six. Fox, Ant, Tyrese Halliburton, Lowry Markinen, Jaron Jackson Jr., and Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Oh. So it ended up being a lot. Yeah, six, which is like yeah. typical, which is crazy because the field sucked. And we were talking about the yeah, we were really like, like, JJJ starting. is like I'm sorry, the worst all star in a couple years. I don't yeah, like that we, one. We don't need to do that. We don't need. To and Aaron I Gordon was getting fake all star buzz. Like this crop was weak, dude. Um, yeah, before which is the season, interesting because we had two really deserving guys. As injury replacements. My favorite take um, in the victory lap that I'll probably give is before the season, I said Shea Gilgis Alexander was the best player to never make an all star team. Yeah. This <laughs> <laughs> is so funny. That is really funny. <laughs> He's 23 years old. You definitely mentioned him in the first time all stars, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I don't have him on my dock, but I did have him. So I, that's think, my lap. I think because the, the fact reason that we didn't was, write like, him. Best. Yeah, I think we didn't write him down because, like, it was kind of low hanging fruit. Yeah, and like, his team and was going to go eleven and seven and, exactly. and go eleven and seventy one. <laughs> yeah, we mentioned that in the podcast at the time. I remember. Yeah, and he only played like two hundred fifty career games. Exactly. Yeah, like he would be so good, but his team and yeah. Okay. Next award. Next award is. Let's do some team ones. Okay. Um. Do, you want to do just top um, offense. Top yeah. Hurt. Okay, yeah. So we both guessed the number one offense, number one defense, number 30 offense, number 30 defense. Mm-hmm. And my guess for the number one offense was the Pelicans. Yeah. I had Pelicans slash Nuggets parentheses health. That's kind of funny to me because in the end, it was the Pelicans that were unhealthy. Well, the Nuggets. Can we give a shout out to the Nuggets? They're the first in terms seed. Of- yeah, by a lot. Like they're five games ahead of the second seed, and their second and third best players are both coming from not playing for at least a whole season. Or I'd, Jamal yeah. Murray's case, more than whole season. Michael Porter Jr. basically a whole season, and they're not at full strength like at all. They haven't even been close, and they're still five games ahead of the second seed. Yeah, and they're the best like offense. Like you won. <laughs> yeah, that's actually. That's crazy. I don't even and know the Pelicans are 17th. <laughs> yeah, but I wonder what they were before the injuries. Yeah, before they imploded, dude, they were the one seed in the West. I wonder if they yeah. were first then. Yeah, so that's not a bad pick at all. All right, and for 30th now, here offense. Is a bad pick. Oh. Yeah, we can do that first. For 30th offense, I had the Spurs. I also had the Spurs. They are and 28th. They're 28th. It's the Rockets are 30th. That's actually embarrassing. Yeah, man. Like, I saw Kevin Porter and Shangoon and Jalen Green, and I picked them for 30th defense. But, like, yeah. I thought the offense would be, like, 22, right? And, like, fun. I thought they'd be at least, like, 22. They should have honestly been a lot better. It's really atrocious that they're the worst offense in the league. Yeah. And then the Hornets. It makes sense because their best players have been injured or 
in jail. Yeah, exactly. Like Bridges and, is. Yeah. So given yeah, that, it makes. And the has been hurt. And Hayward's been hurt. But uh, is Reggie Jackson getting bought out? They got Reggie Jackson now, so they'll probably ascend. Yeah. So okay. twenty eighth for the Spurs. That's like pretty good. Okay, now here's a really bad take. I was definitely trying too hard to do something fun with this one. When I <laughs> you... we're talking we're talking about number one defense, aren't we? Yeah, do you remember who I said? Yes. Okay, so I was for some reason really high on the Hawks coming into the year. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like this one. I won't. Yeah. My this team is not much better, but like, you're wild, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought like Dante, Clint Capella, best back of defensive big in the league. Hunter, they have the guys. I thought Collins would be better than he is. Yeah, I Collins is like not even the be, problem. I still think they could be one of the better. Honestly, one of the best defenses in the league if they made a couple changes. Dude, and, like, I like their playoff defense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I like their seven-game series defense. Yeah. See, I thought they would really just try to, um, like, find something that this team can, like, rally around. Because and they didn't. Like so. the 2017-18 Rockets, which I keep comparing them to. Yeah. Like they buckled Weren't down. Weren't they top defense? Um, I think they were. I could be wrong. They were seventh. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Like they, they were seventh. They did not have DeJounte Murray. And Quinn Capella was worse then than he is now. Yeah. Uh, they had a reason P.J. Tucker, though. Yeah. Which is like what that's I'm saying is like Harden was a traffic cone, much like Trey. But, like, Chris Paul probably wasn't as good as, like, DeJounte. Yeah, at that stage in his career, he wasn't. And, and then, then Hunter should be as good as, like, Ariza or Tucker. Which I, I don't think know he, about that, but he's, like, pretty good. Like, yeah. And then Capella's better than Capella, and Okongu's better than... Anybody else. Oh, who did they have? They had Hartenstein for a little bit um, yeah. in 18-19. Uh, Tyson oh, yeah. Chandler, the corpse of Tyson Chandler, like, <laughs> yeah, the the Hawks should be better on. Like, it was a bad yeah, pick, the... but they should be better on defense than this. Yeah, my pick was the Raptors, who the Hawks are twenty first in defense, the Raptors are seventeenth. But I don't blame myself. The Cavs were like the obvious answer, and it, like it is the Cavs. Yeah, well, I shouldn't I say obvious how answer. How obvious that is? Yeah, because they do have because of that backcourt. Though Mitchell's not bad. He was just in Utah. He's revitalized yeah, he was good, now. He was good at Louisville. Yeah, he's um, revitalized now. So we did number 30 defense now. My number 30 defense was the Houston Rockets. Mine was... Oh, yeah. They're 28th, much like the 28th in offense. So I missed. Mine was the Utah Jazz, and they're 26th. Though I bet by the end of the year they're 30. Er, yeah, They're going to lose they... a lot more games. Yeah, I feel like they're going to be 30th. I don't know about that, man. The Spurs are pretty distant. Yeah, they lost Vanderbilt. Here's an interesting thing. I definitely didn't expect for the Spurs to be that bad on defense. I don't Oh, I did. And the Pistons, who are 29th. That's, they, they both of those are pretty confusing to me. 
not that Cade saves defense, but like this team is they just don't care, man. Like yeah. they suck. Yeah, that makes. They're sense. just doing anything out there. But the Spurs at thirtieth, like they had, or not anymore, but they had Jakob Pertl the whole season. Mm-hmm. That alone, like him and Vassell. Jakob Pertl is going to save my seventeenth ranked Raptors. <laughs> There's like twenty. There's like twenty five games left. Yeah, maybe twenty. Let they'll, they'll uh, do let what did last year. Yeah. Um. All right. Most improved sophomore, which is an award I really like. I know Kia like it's his favorite one because yeah, that's a pretty good one. I always talk about most improved player like belongs to the dudes who just like do it for no reason randomly. Like yeah, we historically always, that's what it's been too. Yeah, and we always talk about it each year as like these twenty-three year olds, these dudes in like years two, three, or four. And I think that's so stupid to me. Like I think well, Jean I think Moran, even a lot of voters agree that it's like yeah. Uh, I mean, like Victor Oladipo was kind of later in his career. Randall was kind of later in his career. Yeah, John Moran was like, an like Oladipo was, was on his third strong. team. Julius Randall was on his third team. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like John Morant winning it was the stupidest shit of all time to me. Like, yeah, that was that's so definitely an outlier. So damn dumb. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I agree that it should generally go to players that are like not in the very beginning of their career and not like supposed to be superstars. Which brings me okay. to my pick. Well, actually, doesn't sophomore. bring me to my pick because this is someone in the beginning of his career. But that's what this award is. For most improved sophomore, I had Jalen Suggs. Um, I don't know how to feel about that. It's possible just because he was actually, like, horrifically bad on offense last year. Yeah, the, and, the bar was so low for him to... Yeah, and his defense was good last year, and it's also good now. So, mm-hmm. What's I... interesting is he's two and a half points less per game than last year. But his efficiency is way up. It's that bad, dude. I can't wait till Markel Falls wins most improved player. Yeah. Like next year when he's a 25 and 7 guy. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be amazing. Probably not that. Probably like like 17, 5 and 7. I don't know. When the Wizards let Kuzma go, pick up Falls, and that's the real big three. 25 and 7. Oh, yeah. If he's in the Wizards, then he's 30, 10, and 10. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm 50, 40, 90. Yeah. My pick was Cade Cunningham slash Evan Mobley. I don't know why I picked two, but. Oh, I remember why. It was because. We kind of assumed Cade was just going to be like a superstar. Yeah. Cade, like, was going to get the points per game bump, which wasn't fair. Um, yeah. and he's hurt. So Evan Mobley is like, like Cade was the stats bump. Evan Mobley was like the player bump. I picked mm-hmm. Evan Mobley to finish all defense and he might, he probably won't, but like he could, nobody would ever be mad at that. Yeah. Who would you say is the winner of this award right now? Cause I have no clue. Most oh, actually I have one. an idea. I do have an idea, but I want to see if you have anyone first. Um, I'm going to look at the draft class. Okay, then I'll just go with mine in the meantime. To me, I don't think he's improved that much as a player, but his production has improved the most by far, I think, because he was just being used 
disastrously last year. And that's my guy, Alperen Sangoon, who's looked like legitimate building, like almost a cornerstone, um, which is what I expect. use the word cornerstone lightly. Yeah, not like the cornerstone, but like foundation. Yeah. 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 Um, the class he, sucked. He's doing that. It might because be Mobley. His teammate might have gone backwards. <laughs> yeah. Not actually. Like, but, Zaire Williams and Book Knight still don't play. Uh, Josh Primo's God, not even Book on Knight his... doesn't even play at all. I completely forgot he existed. Josh That's Primo's crazy. not even on a team. Yeah. Aids hurt. Jalen Green's doing nothing. This. Scotty Barnes is, like, least improved. <laughs> yeah, him and Jalen Green are definitely um, the bizarre world winners of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last year's class was not great. France was oh, already Jaylen amazing. Green, I just realized Jalen Green's averaging 22 points. But, pretty good. But, like, it's pretty apparent that that's not indicative of much. It doesn't feel like he's gotten better, but I've been yelling at people about him a lot lately. Giddy's definitely yeah. been better. Oh, been... Giddy's a really good candidate for this. Him and Sengun, I would say. Damn, he averaged 6.4 assists as a rookie. Yeah, Giddy's been legitimately like he had a stretch where he was actually very good. Yeah. And generally he's been good this year. Okay. Like weak class, you can call it him. Yeah, one of those two for sure, I would say. Okay. So regular season you wanna do that one, teams? Yeah, we can do that. Okay. So we had regular season showers and postseason growers, which is like what it sounds like. Regular season showers are teams that are cruising to high seas and then get busted, like last year's Suns winning sixty four and then getting their cheeks clapped and seriously the most eliminated, the most embarrassing game seven. Genuinely, in NBA yeah. history, like I've maybe I've the most never... embarrassing game. Yeah, like I've never seen a loss like their Game 7 loss at home to the Mavs where their fans were booing them and leaving early third quarter. Like the building at halftime was not full. It was was a joke, dude. I mean, Chris Paul hit that huge three to cut the lead to 42. (laughs) I wonder if that lead whatever it peaked at was the largest lead in game seven history it probably was because it was 50 yeah it was really bad it's i was like angry i was laughing not a sun's fan not even a sun's fan i was angry but, i was like, laughing I was dude like i wasn't like laughing at the suns but it was the most comical like yeah incongruous thing terrible. i'm just literally the biggest worst game seven ever like it's laughable when something insane like that happens because comedy is incongruity but so, <laughs> this award is that. <laughs> this award is regular season showers like that, or like the Jazz every year for the past five years, or the 15 Hawks. Yeah, I think that's more of – I think those are more accurate because the Suns one is, I think, a little bit – The Suns fluky. were game shy of the – Yeah, I think finals. that's a little fluky. But like the 2015 Hawks is the definition of this. or the Even though they made the conference finals, though. But y'all, y'all understand the vibe. Yeah. That's like okay. So my pick was the Cavs, who 
I don't know if I picked them to be the one seed. Let me see what seed I had them at. But I picked, picked I picked them. them I picked them to be the one seed. Yeah. But I didn't expect them to make it out of the second round. I would have been surprised if they lost in the first. Mm-hmm. Um, I still kind of feel that way, but way less. Which is so like they're doing exactly what I expected. They're winning in the regular season, but they're winning in the regular season. I'm like, oh wait. Yeah, and the East has gotten weaker now. I could see. I mean, I never thought that they would not be like a postseason threat. Yeah, but they're with they're, the Nets just ceasing to exist, and there aren't really any mid-level threats. Like the Heat, yeah, the Heat last year and the Heat in twenty. Like that's a good example of what I'll call like a mid-level threat. Like a team that could slay a giant, but not like a Cinderella story. It I would say them and Cleveland are in a similar boat. Like Cleveland is that mid-level threat, and I think they're as good yeah, as that's exactly what Cleveland is. Yeah. So I wouldn't say. And that now the Nets are I gone. Like I said, there's only three contenders, and the Sixers are not quite a full contender yet. Yeah, I think they'll be too good to be considered regular season. Yeah. Season showers. And so my pick was them, and I feel good about it. Still, like I don't expect them to make the conference finals. Mm-hmm. My and, pick. Oh, yeah, okay. I was just gonna say, and your pick was the Raptors. Which this is a funny one because I might do it in this... reverse. No, I think they're just bad all around. Like they I'm... bought Hurdle. <laughs> like if they get in, like they're a lot scarier than the, the Knicks. I would bet any amount of no. See, I don't even think that. I would bet so much money if they even make the playoffs that they lose badly in round one. The Knicks are a great regular season shower. I guess. But they they're embarrassed the by Trey as the four. The seed. real answer is probably the Kings. Yeah. But yeah, it'll probably be. I would have the Grizzlies up there because I don't think they're as good as the two seed would suggest. The West just sucks, though. Yeah, the yeah. West just doesn't have, like, top tier threats. Well, now they do, but they're not. Like, there's no, there's no showers. Like, there's no great regular season teams in the West. Which is why, like you said, like, the Kings. The Kings are exactly as good or worse than, like, the Clippers' sixth seed or whoever that they play in the 3-6 round. Oh, they're definitely worse than the Clippers. That's what I mean. They're, like, as good as... And especially in playoff basketball. Like, there's... I I probably wouldn't pick them to beat most teams in the 3-6. I think they're worse than every other team to the nine seed. I think they're better than the Pelicans. I doubt that with the fully healthy Pelicans, but I don't know. Like I think they could beat a lot of these teams, but I would say yeah, no, worse. I I mean the current Pelicans. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, they're definitely better than them. They could beat a lot of these teams in a playoff series, but they're worse. I would be blown away. They'd probably be the team I'd be most surprised <laughs> to make the second round, and they're a three seed. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'd agree they're the team I'd be most surprised because they're just Golden State, Minnesota, New Orleans, Dallas, Phoenix, Clippers, Grizzlies, Nuggets. Yeah. The Kings are the worst team. Oh, they could beat Dallas too. They could. Again, they could beat a lot of these teams, but like they're the underdog. They're literally the entire point of their season was make the playoffs. Like it was eight seater bust. So Yeah. I love it for them. I don't care what happens. I don't think the Kings fans will care if they get swept. Which yeah, like I, I like I genu I genuinely think that. I genuinely think 
they'd be the first three or higher seed in history that wouldn't care if they got swept in the first round. Yeah, so they're definitely, I would say, the correct answer. Quick trivia, do you know the only three seed to get swept in the first round? It's never a Two and a one have never been swept in the first round. Do you know the only three seed to be swept in the first round? What general time frame? Uh, recent. Second, like, oh. past 2015, second half of the 10s or 20s. Mm. I have no clue. It was the... Pelicans over the Blazers in I believe 2018. Oh, yeah. It was pretty crazy. I remember that. The Nikola Mirotic. Yeah, the Drew 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 Holiday. Yeah, Anthony Davis. Like that was like the most fun. That's seriously my favorite team, probably ever, considering what the Wizards have not given me. That if, series was electric, dude. True fucking jammed and pointed at Dame. Yeah. I know how much hate he gets, but like if he was playing, damn. Boogie, Boogie AD combo did a lot for modernity that people aren't going to appreciate. Yeah. Like when Gafford and Porzingis win a title and they share finals <laughs> MVP, 50 50 votes, we're going to look as we should. We're not going to, but we should look at Boogie and yeah. AD. Or Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. Hell, Brooke and Yeah, kind of. I mean, all right. Let's do postseason pitch. growers. Let's, we can make pace because make haste because we're almost done. Yeah. Postseason growers is the reverse of that. We kind of talked about them like mid tier threats, low seeds that could win big. The I had the Bucks. Heat. Yeah, I had the Bucks because Chris Middleton was hurt mm-hmm. and like. Brooke Lopez is not an 82-game player, and he's their fourth-best player. And I didn't like their depth. But they're too high of a seed to count. They're the two, and they're rolling. They've won, like, 14 to 15. Yeah, the Bucks are really interesting because their depth is terrible. Giannis is, I would say, probably having his worst season, after, like, post-first MVP, including the first MVP. Middleton was injured. Again, the depth is really bad. Like, the worst it's ever been. Yet they're half a game behind the Celtics, who we've looked at all year as this team that's just running through the league. And it's not like Drew Holiday is putting up 25 and 8. He's and the it's same not exact like, player. Yeah. And it's not like Bobby Portis is most improved player. And it's not like Joe Ingles has played every game and shot 48%. Like he yeah, just I actually came have back no like clue. a month ago. I and Grayson Allen's no not putting in work either. It's confused me all year. Like no those are oversimplifications. All those guys are pretty good. But, like, for real, man, like, their roster is weak. But Shout out to Marjan Bochamp. Really good. Regular season. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's Coach Budenholzer, baby. Yeah. Like, don't. This, is, this was his specialty. Don't undervalue, like, the regular season. Yeah. Okay, right. so I had the Nets. Yep. And we can move on. So, yeah, for the stat say. leaders. <laughs> We yeah we predicted players who will lead in all the stats. Um, do you want to do? Give me one team, currently without home court, that has the best chance of winning the title, for postseason growers. Okay. Um, currently without home court. Well, that's too easy. It's obviously the Suns. All right. Besides the Suns, then. Um. Uh... Who are a half game shy of home court, anyways? 
Yeah, but then if they get it, the Clippers don't, and then the answer is them. But not choosing either of those. I would say to win or to make it? Whichever. Let's say win. I think that's more fun. Okay. Honestly, like the Warriors or the Heat. And I'm really low on the Warriors this year. Not like Heat. I'm really low on the Warriors this year, but I think they have another gear that these other teams don't have. Yeah. I think it is the Warriors. I don't think they'll reach that gear, but like. I think it is the Warriors, but I'm going to pick the Lakers. Oh, yeah. That's the fun one. The 13 seed. I think they're in too much of a hole, which is why I didn't pick them, but I think they're better than the Warriors. I don't. Like, they're two games out of the play in. And if they play in the play in, they just have to beat like OKC or Minnesota or the Pelicans. Yeah, I guess if they're provided they can dodge Golden State or Golden State climbs. If they're the seven seed, I'm taking them over the Grizzlies in that series. They probably won't get the seven because they'd have to climb all the way to eight. Like you can only get seven if you play in the seven eight game. So yeah, then they'd have to beat Denver. They'll like Um, almost certainly have to play Denver in the first round. I'm probably not taking them in that case, but like. I could see it, I guess. Bron Bron and AD beat Denver in the conference finals in twenty. Like took care of them. If that if that means anything, which I kind of don't think it does. It means nothing. Um. Okay. And now stat leaders, which is pretty easy. Yeah. Points per game. Run through. I had Kevin Durant as the leading scorer in the league. Has it been Luca or Embiid? We should probably pull this up. Yeah, I want to pull the leaders. <laughs> okay. It has been Luka Doncic, so I won. <laughs> Katie was like at 30, 29 something. He's not yeah. qualified for leaderboards, though, because of games yeah. played. I think he's uh, been the best scorer this year. Yeah. Oh, he might be. He's having one of the best scoring seasons of all time. Genuinely yeah. could be the. Yeah. Ooh. Rebounds per game. I had Sabonis. It is Sabonis. I had Nurkic slash Capella. It is Capella seventh. Where are they? Nurkic is seventeenth. Yeah. So Capella is one point zero back of Sabonis is twelve point three. Yeah. I had Giannis in my top five. I think I had Capella in my top five too. Giannis is second by point one. Um, Assist per game. I wish casted James Harden. Oh, well, you got it. Oh, I thought it was Halliburton. Yeah, I thought it was Halliburton, who, funny enough, was my pick. But he's number four. Harden is number one. All right. You got points. We're three for three between the two of us. I don't think I got either of the next ones. Steals, I doubt we got because, like, you can't. We phoned steals and blocks in. Steals, I had Ben Simmons. I had DeJounte Murray. OG it's on OG and an OB, and then it's Jimmy Butler and Halliburton again. Simmons yeah, is, steals is bullshit. Simmons is 21st, <laughs> DeJounte's 12, and yeah, most importantly, steals is bullshit. Blocks, Locks. I think you got it right. I think we both no. got Did you not? Ooh. I had Christoph Porzingis. Oh. And he's sixth. It was like obviously Jaron Jackson, I think. I feel like deep down you knew it was Jaron Jackson. Yeah, no, I knew it was. I just wanted to be fun. So I put Porzingis and Pirtle, who are 6th and 15th. 
shout out to Walker Kessler, number five as a rookie. What and Isaiah is... Jackson, number eight. Jaron Jackson does not qualify, but he's on 3.3. Oh, it's for me on the NBA website. He's there. But here's something okay. really crazy to me. Isaiah Jackson with 15 minutes a game is number eight. That's insane. <laughs> That's fucking insane. <laughs> That's ridiculous. He's, not, he's number seven on um, like yeah, they the don't qualified boards. Yeah. That's, That's actually fucking ludicrous. insane, dude. Yeah. If he I didn't like know he was doing that at all. Brooke Lopez is second and he plays 30. Nick Claxton is first and he plays 29.5. So if you double Isaiah Jackson, he leads the league. Yeah. That's a little Yeah, Walker Kessler's fourth and he only plays 21 minutes. Yeah. Wow. Good for Isaiah Jackson. Okay. And then I think... threes. Can we even find total threes? I don't know how to find that. Um, Buddy Heald set the franchise record. Already? Yeah. He or set like the total. Indiana the season like record. single season? Single season record for the Pacers is Buddy Heald over any Reggie Miller season. He did it before the All Star break. He well, I mean I by, guess he leads yeah, league by thirty four. He's on two thirty. Simons is second at one ninety six. Lillard number one. What'd you say? I had Lillard, number one. Let me check who I had. I did top fives for these. I want to pull them up. Damn. Buddy Heald. Damian Lillard's number four, so I wasn't far off. Shout out to Anthony Simon. Damn. I didn't oh, do Dame I didn't is do second for, Dame is second per game, tied with Clay Thompson behind Steph. But, yeah. I did really good on rebounds. I had Giannis and Vucevic and Capella in my top five, and all four, all four of them are in the top seven. Okay, final award. What's the final award? I thought we were done. It's a little bit of a prediction because oh yes. our version of the MVP. Yeah. The signature season award. MSP, most signature player. <laughs> Is very postseason dependent, I would say, but not necessarily. But um, signature season is just like a player. It's the player whose year it was, basically. Twenty sixteen Steph, twenty thirteen LeBron, two thousand one Shaq, like you know, uh, ninety four. And 95 Hakeem. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's like 2021 Giannis. I don't even know what to say. Like, I think. Yeah, 19 Kawhi. Like, how do you who does the, it? Who know. does the season belong to? Yeah. Like, we, the best peak, whatever you want to call it, like he had just said, 2016 Steph, 2013 LeBron. Honestly, 2007 LeBron. 2011 Dirk. Yeah, 2011 Dirk's are. Like Usually, the player that wins this wins the championship. Yeah, like I, yeah. it's very similar to Finals MVP. Um, yeah, almost of. all of them win MVP or Finals MVP. Um, floor pretty much of a conference finals, like at yeah. minimum. I mean, I would have like like probably a Finals last appearance. Year, to be honest, would you say? To be honest, I'd probably have like Tatum for this last year, but that's one of the yeah, weaker. Yeah, Tatum or Luca. Yeah. 
Those okay, are pretty so weak. Who was your pick? I don't know. Oh. Okay. My, I left it blank on my spot. Well, I had Kevin Durant, and I had a feeling. That's who I had. I think I had him, yeah. too. Yeah, I think we both had him. I had friends. I was expecting. Harden. I was expecting him to win MVP. Yeah, me too. I and I think he honestly kind of would have done it if he didn't get. I do. He was the best player. Yeah, it was crazy. Back soon. I can't wait. And he could still win this. Yeah, I'd honestly he say could, he's man. probably he still. He's probably still my favorite, though. I think it's not real yet for me that he's on the Suns, and then that that's going to happen. And yeah. Like, there's about to be a Kevin Durant Suns playoff run where no if one. If I were betting them. on this award, I would say all of my money's going on either Kevin Durant or Nikola Jokic, or like on both of them. I just bet on both. Yeah, it could be like Embiid if they make the deepest run. I had parentheses Harden, but uh, yeah, I had I had Harden. I think is my. Finals MVP, which is <laughs> I can still like my, see a playoff. My fi- my finals was the guy. My finals was Sixers over Clippers with Harden winning final MVP. Mm-hmm. And so it would not be that crazy for Harden to have like a 30 and 11 or 12 assists playoff run. Yeah, I could still see. Well, I doubt he's it would be 30, it would be insane. We we talk about it for a long time, but he can. I definitely see a world in which the Sixers go all the way, and it, we kind of see it as Harden's run over Embiid. I agree, and I could see the same thing with Paul George before the season, but I don't think so anymore. I definitely never did, and never will see that before the season. I saw it because I was questioning Kawhi, and I'm super high on PG. Yeah, yeah. Ka- Kawhi's got an outside. Ch- I mean. You could just no, say, like, like best player on any team with a chance. I feel like it needs to be a mix of, like, a pretty dominant regular season and a playoff run. I feel yeah. like usually just a playoff run isn't enough. Yeah. But like, hard to come in and win an assist so title. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. I think this is the Jokic year. Like, he's going to win his yeah. third straight MVP. He's going to take his team to the finals with no all-star teammate. Yeah. It's he's gonna like he's going to beat at least one of KD, Steph, Kawhi, Luca. If he beats them, but yeah. Like in, in that scenario, like if he does mm-hmm. that, he'll have done it slaying at least two like yeah. top twenty five players of all time. Only wins this if he wins the championship. Yeah, even like I agree. If if they if they lose in the finals, it won't be KD. A finals appearance, averaging forty, and going to Game Seven, maybe that could do it. <laughs> if they but lose, that but I that would just be like a valiant effort, I think. Yeah, like because we yeah. don't. Because after this trade, it like yeah, two thousand fifteen was not LeBron, and he can't do more than fifteen. LeBron did. Yeah, I don't think fifteen even had anyone. But yeah, I so stuff. I guess it was just like a team that won. Yeah, no one like stood out. I feel like no one like yeah. owned that season. All okay. right, I think that's it. Yeah, we did it. All right, thank you all for listening. I think we're on fifty nine minutes right now. Let's cut it. Okay.
This has been Peace Fake King. Awards mid-season. Oh, yeah. 59. Okay. Peace.